Welcome to the Outside the Business Boxes podcast, where we're talking about how to ignite your business today for the future using systems for everything you do in your business to make your life, your employees' lives, and your customers' lives easier for you to ultimately enjoy your business and, of course, make more money. I'm your host, Chad Murray. So thanks for coming again to another episode of Outside the Business Box, and I am Chad Murray, as I said in the introduction. Uh, I will be guiding us through the journey today of nuggets. What kind of nuggets can I give you? Uh, I was uh, out of town last week with a bunch of high performers, and I actually asked one of them um, what he thought of my podcast. He had stated that he had listened to it a, uh, a while, and he said he enjoys it. Uh, and he enjoys a couple other podcasts, but he said he doesn't often get the nuggets out of it that, you know, that, you know, he may want to have out of it. So, hey, let's talk nuggets. What is a nugget? A nugget is something I can give you that you can take back to your business and implement, right? Or have a mindset or something to to guide yourself into a new something or something new, right? So I thought about this. Uh, over the weekend, uh, what nugget could I start with? Nugget number one. I get asked often, well, how do you keep your workflow in one place? And how do you manage the timeline of the workflow to get every job organized on the timing to have it go out and be installed? So what we do, as everyone knows, if you don't know, I use KickServe. KickServe is a CRM that is fairly cheap. It's less than, right now, I believe it's $3.99 for the best version it has, which I suggest just getting on that. It has a $4.99 version coming out, meaning they're going to bump their prices. It's time. They have had their prices forever. So it'll be around $500 uh, to do it. Um, uh, And it's an easy estimating um, invoicing, pictures for the job, any documents you want to put, inspections, workflow can be added to how you're going to do it. So one of the things that I've done as a workaround to not having a CRM that actually has a defined workflow for the job sold, which a lot of them don't, if if anything, most of them don't have this workflow thing. So what we've done to go around workflow in our CRM is we've made outside of our technicians a technician spot on the calendar for call center, for POs, for orders. So POs, uh, like when I say orders for us is in-house orders that we have to fabricate. So like our cap board, uh, the cap board is not on there but the customer information to to know about it is on there and the timing of it we manage what cap should be done on what day on the schedule so we actually have it all timelined out for production on the same dispatch slash uh calendar for everybody in the business so the call center doesn't necessarily have anything more than a call center spot all going all the way across but it has, we can put the call center, like task the call center to order something. So we don't have a, our call center is 
trained every one of them to actually do the POs and ordering. So we don't have just one person doing it. And the manager workflow is to make sure that all the jobs are being worked through the call center on the call center employee, you know, uh, uh, thing on the calendar. So hear me out. So you're going to have all your service people on your calendar. You're going to have your installers, your estimators. And then we add call center, POs, and orders. So the call center, when they need to do things for this thing, it gets put on and scheduled for the call center to do what it is. Now we also put, okay, so let me say with that, because I got to talk about, I'll talk about each what each individual thing does. So you have call center, they're down there. The next thing it says POs, and then the next thing is orders. So call center is easy. So if they need to um, call a customer back, the like in a week before we're going to go, like, or maybe get a customer color, but cap color or, or anything that they may have to do with the job that they do something on from the call center job duties, they schedule that to be done. And if it can't be done at the time of the order, it's scheduled for tomorrow or next week or whatever. And then every day there's a ton of stuff on the call center to be worked outside of the normal day's works of business of answering the call and scheduling the jobs that are approved. So they work through that, everything that day. And the call center managers make sure that everything that has to be done that day for production in the next 48 hours is done. If it didn't get done that day, and it's, it could be one of those things that just needs to be done by next Thursday, let's say. So that thing may not get done today, it gets moved over to tomorrow. And so it'll be worked. And then we make sure that they have a flow of making sure everything does get done. They have, we have a 48 hour uh, stop fail from the call center manager to if everything keeps getting dragged over and it's at it's, it's at the, the day where it's two days out and it has not been done, that goes to the top of the list at the 7 a.m. spot. Uh, so I guess we'll say it like this. It is important on the call center when they label stuff for them to do, they time it. So like if it's something that just needs to be done by next week, it goes around the three o'clock spot. If it's something that needs to be done tomorrow, it's a 7 a.m. spot. And so everything that's a, like before noon has got to get worked today. Everything afternoon is got to be worked, but not necessarily today. And then it'll be dragged over tomorrow if it never got to it. And so if something tomorrow is, is getting to the point where it has to be done, it'll come off the afternoon spot down to a seven o'clock spot or maybe a, a nine o'clock spot and stuff like that. So that's how we're timelining the call center to do's on there per job. And then we have the orders. That is where we need something production done by something or pot, you know, whatever. So that order will go on and on the order. So what is, so let me say it like this. The call center will make a PO and order it. What we then do is put an estimated time of when that will be arrived. So if we call up a distributor and it says it'll be shipped out, you know, in, in a week. So we kind of look at it and then in a week we'll make a scheduled thing from that appointment that it was ordered. We, we notate it in there that it's an order. And then we schedule it for a week to see if we received it. Then once we received it, then we schedule out everything we need to do from there. So it, it takes everything and puts it on the PO and the call center and all like that. And so 
Then we have production. I mean, the uh, not production. We have uh, orders uh, and and POs. POs are like what I just said. We get an order from someone out in the field or outside. An order is actually. I'm sorry. An order is actually in in house. We need to make a cap. So that cap will be put on. Let's say we're going to make. Let's say the job's next Friday. That cap would be put on three days prior to be made. Now they have the choice of making it that day or the next day. They have two days to make that cap. We want every cap made 48 hours prior to job install. That way we're not, we're not holding too much. We know it's done. We inventory the finished product to make sure that it matches up with all the jobs on the schedule for the next two days. So we very rarely do not have a cap made. So that's all put on the same calendar. So what I'm really trying to get you to think about here is how to timeline the calendar to be your production and, and who else. So like, let's say we need someone to go pick something up. We can take in whatever order that is, whatever client, let's say we need them to go pick up a set of gas logs to distribute that we have locally. Well, we can schedule a crew to go pick that up. And, and we don't have to ask them. We just go, we just put it on their calendar at whatever time. And then they'll just swing by go one of our distributors and pick it up and then bring it back to the shop. And then they do it. Everything, by the way, which I said earlier, I don't, I don't come back to. We have a checklist for every job that goes into the notes that's an edible. So you can edit it. You can edit it on everything that's being done and they when they for that job. So that checklist is put on there blank, meaning... The item of the checklist is there, but then who did it and the time they did it isn't put on there until it's completed. So something gets scheduled, but, you know, two over to everybody gets spidered out to have all the different departments that needs to happen for this order. But then this checklist is done. And so, like, if the guy goes and picks it up, you know, the one of the crews, they got to go in there and edit the thing that the gas logs are picked up and then they initial it and they put the time. So that we know it's done. So the checklist is being worked on in real time as they're doing it and we see it. So, I mean, so the, the main pro that's our process. So a lot of people like ask me, well, what's your process and what other app do I need to get for, you know, uh, timeline and, and, uh, and all the workflow and stuff. I said, no, use your CRM, use the schedule, put people on there. Now, some of you people on your CRM have to pay per person. Well, it's worth it. If you can look, if you can do it, pay for if it takes you cost you eleven dollars per person on the on the schedule, it's worth eleven bucks to keep your workflow uh fluent. Um, but the main thing is is also it has to be followed up by the department heads management to make sure that all these are being checked and checklists. No, what we actually have is we have actually a call center girl going through 48 hours prior to every job on there and seeing if the checklists are done. And if they're not, it goes on the hot list. And on the hot list, we make the management all gets on uh, crazy mode to get everything completed for that order. Uh, generally, we at this point don't have a lot of uh, back orders on stuff like a lot of people out there you guys do. Um, we're such an easy chimney sweep that most of our stuff is labor and chimney caps and house stuff. Of course, we're getting into doing all the bigger stuff. And so what that means is we're really streamlining this process to make sure that everything is is right in there to be done on time, double checked, 
and and gone from there. And and our process has worked for us for for quite a long time. So I don't really see it changing. So again, use your schedule, add non field people to it and, and things that you might want to be tasked uh, to do that and figure it out on your own CRM how to, how you can do it. But that's a good way to work workflow, POs, orders, see how it's all done. And so if you need to call or message me when you hear this and you want to see exactly how I do it, by all means, go on Facebook or Chimney World, either way on me, message me. I'll be glad to show you exactly how I do it. Um, I'm trying to get real clear with my messaging and and it's, I hope you got it. And so another nugget, and as we move on, um, is, is the call scripting. Now I did a, I did a, a, a podcast on this last year. I believe it may have been this year, but I think it was last year on the call scripting. Now we have moved over to Stonely from Zingtree. So Stonely is the app to know. S-T-O-N-L-Y. It's not very expensive. It's not real hard to work. Um, I would get your scripting all done for your call center. It streamlines the process. Let build into it. So here's the one thing that that I would suggest doing in your script is build in conversation. You can't script a conversation out when you're asking questions. Like for instance, you know, you want to really we just tell the girls when you get a yes, like let's schedule. While they're going to look up and start putting in their information, while they're pulling up the blank form in our in Kickserve to fill it out, we have them ask a question, conversational-wise. You know, like, you know, nice weather. Uh, oh, you, it's, you, you used your something maybe relevant to the, what they are scheduling or something to start a conversation. So it's just, and I don't script that. Why? Because I want them to be them inside of our system. So that's 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 something that the girls get really good at doing on their own without me putting it into the script. But we preach and teach it to have them do it. And I hear it all the time. The girls, I got some rock star girls in my call center right now. And so um, a good nugget for us. Um, now, the scripting was number two. A big nugget that I feel is something is trying to figure out an exact training path for a sweep slash estimator or, or, or is that two different things in your business? I don't know. The process of learning the inspection form and identification is really streamlined with a report. Now you heard me talk about bare hands pro. So this is a good time to segue to that bare hands pro brought to you by Mike Facey is the premier inspection process out there for you to, to purchase. They are doing three trials for 30 days right now to get on there and start using it. So go ahead. Now, if, no matter what you're using, your own form and other forms or their form, you have to come down to an identification process of them knowing the form and knowing how to put that into an estimate and having all the identification. So what we've done is we've also on Stonely scripted out the inspection. We literally have gone in through how to explain, you know, starting from the top, you don't have a cap, why you need a cap, you know, uh, starting to then going to the mortar crown, what a mortar crown's for, why it's there, this is yours, this is what it, 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 it should look like. 
one thing that we've done in our own uh, forms and documents over the years is we don't just tell the bad, and the, we give the good too. We want to have a full identification of the chimney and the system and the fireplace. Not just this is what's wrong. Everything's good here as well. And we want to show them that, you know, all of that's there. So as we're going down, I we're totally scripting out how they are doing it. So what does this do? As you know, we go down and we talk about the crown, we talk about the waterproof, we talk about the flash, we talk about the flue, we talk about the smoke barging, we talk about the the liner or the the lintel packing uh, that is or isn't there. You know, we talk about the firewalls, um, the floor, the hearth extension, all that kind of stuff. But we also are educating the customer on all of that, what it means. So then when we get down to something that's wrong and doesn't look like the picture, like the before picture or the after picture of what we've done to other units. So they see what like what a parging looks like, what a smoke chamber should look like. And then we show them theirs. They're eye-opening it to themselves of what that means. So we also script out how to explain that. So the picture is one thing. So what is, you know, parging? You know, we and, and forgive me, I don't have what the code is right now. It is in our form what the code is. We say, we talk about it on the NFP 211. Uh, this is the parging uh, code, blah, blah, blah. And, and then we, but we also say, what is it here for? Why does it need to be there? I mean, it is a smooth process of getting the, the smoke to go in a draft and draw outside of of the flue. It needs to be smooth to have a smooth transition so it doesn't coil up and 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 not coil up. That's what I think of the picture. It's all creating turbulence. We want the smooth transition to the flue and a smooth exit all the way through. And to do that, not only is it code, but we want to be able to make it make your fireplace and chimney work perfect. So training everybody on how you say it. There's a difference. You don't want to make people interpret your training. So you're going to, like, I see this a lot where they'll say, this is a smoke chamber. This is why you fix it. This is what it is. Just tell the bullet points. Well, then all of a sudden you hear their sales guy talk. And I mean, it's so bad. They're they're not on, on point. Now, they might be getting to the end of it to explain to them, but they have not given the complete explanation of why, how, and and all of that to exactly the way you say it. Generally, you guys are listening to me and girls, you've been out in the field, you've done well, you're your best salesman. Why don't you document how you talk? I mean, get out there and and literally do this so it's funny so i was at my office last friday and i was talking to the call center and we were talking about some stuff and and one of the newer girls since february asked me a question about something and and i just just went off on a super great way i would would sell it and how i would present it to a client and my general manager sitting there going we have got to start recording you when you talk because it's so good. I mean, I mean, we have got to make people sound like you. Total true. true. Yes, it is. Yes, they are. So I am going to come up with, uh, I'm going to do a, a, an evening sometime in early September after I get all, uh, early September 2021, if you're listening to this later on in the, in the day. Uh, it is only in the middle, beginning of August right now. 
I'm going to come up with uh, a time where we sit down and I'm going to have the guys record me as we're just sitting there talking. And, and, and maybe it's going to be an evening out drinking a couple beers by a campfire or something. And I'm just going to start talking and, and record the session so that they can get the way I do it and how I explain stuff and, and just have some fun with it. Just having fun. Right. And so um, that's another nugget. You know, we are in the business of saving lives, right? But we're saving lives before they know it, that they, that hopefully we never, they don't know that we did it. But the fact of the matter is, is that when we're relaying our message to people, sometimes we don't want to sound all tech. I mean, Alan Rush is big on this. You don't have to sound so techy, right? You know, come across personal, informational, but have fun. It's no, it's 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 no fun to be in sales if you're not having fun. If you're having fun with your clients and talking and joking, no, I mean, not in a serious part. If you're talking about your products and stuff, you know, you got to get it all out there. But you've got to lighten up and teach this. You know, you really have to teach this. And so that is that is really what I wanted to get out there today. Some nuggets. Um, I want everybody to to start getting a little bit more value, not just um, what is to listen to me talk. So, I mean, I have a, a ton of systems. A lot of them are even undocumented how we do stuff. Uh, so I wanted to start getting them documented on here, just not for you, for me. <laughs> you know, and so we do. That's our process uh, for a couple of things that I wanted you guys to to be able to listen to. Um, I think in the in the in the I'm going to have. Uh, Jesse Peralta on here to talk to me about how to, uh, I'm, I don't know if it'll be next week or in, the, in two or three weeks when we're going to do it, but we're going to talk about how to scale your business and how you really should set up to growing up and going into a new business. He's done it. I've, I've failed at doing it more than I've done it well, although I'm in Oklahoma City and, and, uh, and Houston. Um, and so I think it'll be a good conversation to go from there to do that. So on that note, I think the nuggets are got out there today. And so I, I everyone, please uh, listen to uh, Mark Stoner on Tuesday nights on Chimney World, uh, Surefire Live, chat with Chad uh, every Wednesday night on Chimney World, and Bare Hands Pro, your premier inspection process. So a short one today. Just want to throw some nuggets out there. And from that, I'm signing off and everybody have a great week.